2: Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Great to be with you today. We got a big day, a lot to talk about uh... A lot of golf stuff, uh, a couple departures from golf, but uh, ready to, ready to do it with uh, the great predictor Steve Johnson and uh, Minnesota Tim Parachka, both with me this morning on the
5: Hank Any Podcast. Uh, Steve, how are you doing? You having a better day today? I'm, I'm doing really good today, Hank. Really good today. Um, no issues. Energized. You know what? I, I went out and I did a swim today. You inspired me when you okay. said you swam a mile. I yep. went out and swam, so I'm ready to go. But if I if I lose some energy, you'll know it on this podcast. I don't, I don't, think, the, I uh, I don't that, think I will. I don't think I will. The
2: pool, did that pool get heated? You you you're at because last time I 82. talked it was about sixty or something.
5: Yeah, it's eighty-two right now, which is a oh, little, that's bit warm, nice. little bit warm. A little bit warm. Eighty-two is a little warm for you. on yeah. the Yeah. Laps. Yeah. Yes. Well, I uh, like fifty-meter pool. My
2: eighty-two is my sweet spot. I like eighty-two.
5: Is it really? You just slide yeah.
2: right in there. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't like to be cold. No, I, either, you I have
5: to admit it, huh? Why? I huh? don't either. I don't. I, I don't remember, like that I don't cold. I enjoy the cold. Well, you remember what Michael Phelps told us what did back he say? in the day when you were helping him? He said he never did jump in the pool where it felt good. You know, they oh, keep it a little true. bit cool for those guys. They keep it like in the mid seventies. Well, mid-70s. his
2: heart going a little faster than mine when I'm going, but yeah. I
5: just I just uh, cruise out the
2: the mile, get my. Uh, Laps in and no particular, you know, speed test here, but I'll just, uh, I've been, I've been working out doing it and, uh, I'm going go to, I'm going to go to today too. So, uh, oh, good. you're, you're a grinder though. You got the paddles, you got the fins, you got everything. You got that snorkel thing going? I,
5: I do have the snorkel and I'm going not quite Speedo, but it's, it's almost Speedo. It's son of Speedo. Okay. So it's right. not the the jammer the long one that looks like uh bike shorts it's it's shorter than that and uh i'm I'm getting a good tan, believe it or not so uh <laughs> the jammers I'm, 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 key. I'm the
2: jammers a key when you're swimming laps when i I used to when I first started swimming, I got into it when I had uh, Michael Phelps on my show the Haney project and uh I don't mean to be ignoring you Minnesota Tim. we're going to check in with you in a second but uh I, so i I was started swimming. And for a few years, I mean, I pretty much did every day. Now I've cut back a little bit now. I mean, I, I was kind of in a constant state of soreness, but I'm I'm uh, trying to get in, in, in a little better shape before I have this uh, knee surgery. I'm going to tell you about that. Yeah, uh, you got yeah, pre- you got to tell us about okay, that. But but anyway, okay. So I used to show up with the uh, board shorts, and every day <laughs> I'd swim. So I was a you know a pretty serious swimmer, swimming one mile every day. And the guy at the pool, he said to me, he said, you ever going to get some real like swim trunks? I said, what do you mean? I said, what's the matter with these? He said, that's like wearing, it's like you're pulling a parachute. And I'll tell you what, I went, as soon as he told me that, you know, the resistance that those board shorts, I I went and got me one of those jammer uh, suits Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what that was a new that was a new day. Ah, oh, man, yeah. That's a lot yeah. better. A lot better. Cruising through the cruising through the water. Minnesota Tim's not the big swimmer though. He's he's the uh he is the uh runner and uh, a bowler. He's a he's an accomplished bowler and really into bowling and golf of course. Uh but Minnesota Tim, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I am still on the uh I am still on the search for the two hundred game, so I'm, and I'm, bowling and bowling. Yeah, I want that two hundred game for whatever reason. I want to put that on my personal pride resume. So, okay, I, uh, what do you think?
2: You, what do you think you need to do to get the two hundred game?
1: So, there's a couple of things that I need to do. I don't think it's just one thing. So, I mean, obviously, if I had uh, ten strikes in a row, that wouldn't be too bad. Um, but that's not realistic. We're speaking realistically here. So. The one thing that I definitely need to do for sure is to eliminate, I guess, the big miss in bowling. So you want to give yourself a chance, an opportunity at a spare every single time. And an opportunity at, for a spare every single time, you would think realistically, you got to have, what, three or four pins left by that second time, by the second ball in the frame um, to get that spare. And then... um so at that first one, I need to at least get seven pins down. And too many times, two or three times during the course of a 10-ball frame, because that's how long they are, I okay. ha- I hit like one or two pins. I'm, I'm a little inconsistent, but I'm One trying. pin,
2: that's almost like, that's close to a gutter ball.
1: Yeah, yeah, I lose it. I lose it. I, sometimes I get one, two, or three, and then there's no chance at a spare at all. So I need to sure up the big miss in bowling terms and then uh, maybe I'll have a chance at the 200.
2: Yeah, all right. All right, well you got you got it sounds like you got a little bit of a of a plan. Uh bowling is your is kind of your your go-to game uh with the with the dates too. Steve uh t- t- Tim t- Tim goes he used to shoot baskets when we first knew him. He yeah. took the the dates out to shooting baskets, but since he's moved back to Minnesota he he's not going with the shooting baskets anymore. He's going bowling. That's his his deal. You know, I think he's got a, a date coming up pretty soon with uh, one of the app girls. Uh, and uh, he's going to take her to the bowling again, which the, the last one went to the bowling. And uh, that
5: didn't work out too good. But uh, And maybe this one could be the one. Our man Tim, and we love Tim, but our, unfortunately our man Tim has a lot of first dates, but he hasn't really strung together a lot of good second dates. The second date is critical. Second um, date,
2: yeah. Getting over yeah. the hump.
5: Hank, as as a coach, let me ask you, you're talking about bowling. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna pick up bowling, what I, would I you do not do? know any I don't know I know
2: next to nothing about bowling. Okay, okay, so that's perfect. Bowler. I mean, I'm that's probably perfect. In, in Tim's range right there. But that's uh, I don't perfect think I've ever gotten a 200. What would you I don't know.
5: do? I mean, this applies to pickleball, it applies yeah. to anything that you've done. How would you go about learning, just like people that go about learning golf? Yeah. How would okay. you go about learning uh, to be the best bowler you could be, what would you go about? How would you go about it? i tell you what,
2: when I uh, picked up pickleball, the first thing I did was I started one on uh, YouTube and mm-hmm. started watching good players. Right. And seeing, you know, seeing what, what they were doing, what what shots they were hitting. I mean, my my first thing was, okay, you know, you need to learn, I need to learn some basic techniques. But, then i tried to learn okay what's the what's the shot selection like what's the correct shot you should play what's the correct positioning you should be in i would probably do the same thing in 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 golf and bowling and whatever i mean I, you know there's so much information nowadays a lot of people have tried to sell their information but really there's, there's so much information you can get for, just for for free on the internet, of course, people can send in their videos and get get them analyzed by you, Stephen, and, and the, right. the guys at, at Hank and Golf, uh, and that's a, a way to get get a little head start on on getting better. But I I like researching on the internet. I mean, I, going on YouTube, studying a little bit, seeing what the the best players doing, watching different tips, and then trying and practicing. I mean, I think there's so much that you can garner from there that that uh, that would would that should get a guy to two hundred in bowling, I would think. You you, Tim. Let me ask you this: Have you done any study and research, and what what are you doing to improve your bowling game?
1: Uh, a lot of self research. I've been studying myself a lot to get better at bowling. So,
2: self research. How? What does that
1: mean? Self research. Looking at the mistakes that I'm making and trying to correct them.
2: Form or uh, do, do you have that when you go on the date? To the bowling alley, does she video you like, like uh, people would do with their golf swing? You ever ever have her video you? <laughs> no,
1: she doesn't video me. Well,
2: maybe try that tonight when you go on the, on the bowling date uh, front with the app girl. Uh, get her to video you. I could do that. I could Matter of fact, that. get her to video you because we want to see this. Send the video in to uh, uh, golf schools <laughs> at uh, hankhaney.com. And Steve or one of the guys will analyze your uh, bowling technique as well. They don't know. Maybe there's somebody over there. That we have this. Steve. Do we have anybody that's a bowler?
5: Oh yeah, yeah. We got a lot of bowlers here, Hank.
2: Okay, we'll get our best yep. bowler on it, and uh, we'll full we'll be full service golf or uh, or bowling. We got you know there's we got a lot of guys that listen to the show that are uh, golfers and bowlers, and I know we there was I can't remember the one fellow's name, but he was like a pro. And he he uh called me one time and listened to the show a lot. Big voodoo uh pain relief uh cream fan. Yeah, maybe we can send your video over to him and he can do a little uh video analysis for you, Tim, and help you out with your bowling.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that. What I what I do, I do the Steve Johnson method. I, I go with the feel. I try to feel what I'm doing correctly. Yeah,
2: I get that. That, that's that, that,
1: that's true. O-
5: that only works. That only that works. Work. No, that only works with predictions. It does not work with technique. Yeah, you you got go to. This is work. the. This is why I, I took us down this road of questioning. Tim is because yeah. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you become and reach that goal of 200. Listen to what Hank says. Video. Yeah. Study. Study YouTube. Maybe go get. It. Have you ever thought of getting a lesson? Yeah, why does a,
2: you gotta figure out why a fella throws those splits. You don't want those splits. You leave a couple on one side, a couple on the other side. You're you're not gonna get any spare out of that deal for sure.
5: Um that's a that's an issue. People do the same thing in golf, Hank. They think yeah. that you know what, I'm gonna figure it out myself. No, you're not I, I know I can it do it. Yourself. It's not that hard, but man, do they head down some dead end paths doing it that way?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that that is so true. That like people that play golf do the same thing that tim's doing the the self uh, diagnosis and then they come and take a lesson and they start telling us all this stuff that they're thinking about and and it's amazing they'll tell you everything they're doing wrong which steve you get a lot when people send in the videos we'll tell them to send in uh, a video of their swing, tell us what your, your big miss, your ball flight mistake is, and what they do is they send you in a recap of everything they think they do wrong. Am I not correct? Yes,
5: that is correct. And a lot of it has to do with their body, their feet, their knees, their shoulders, yeah. everything that is so far removed away from the club head and the ball. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we we nice. tell them we appreciate, we appreciate the insight, but uh, maybe we could try something different.
2: Yeah, all right. I got a couple of things I want to get into uh, today. Uh, one, I want to go through the uh, world ranking list for you right now. Now, this could change by the end of the year, obviously, but uh, I want to I want to do a little uh, recap here. I, w- I mentioned this the other day. Rory is right behind. Uh Brooks Kepka. He's in second place, second in the world. Uh, kepka's point average is eleven point four six. Roy's is ten point three three. Roy has one more tournament to play in the year. We don't know what kepka's st- status is. He's uh, out of action right now. Bad knee. Uh, doing doing a lot of uh, trick or treating. It seems like
5: uh, Steve, you you got a, a, a kick out of that. Oh yeah. Did Did you see? He's a, he's he got another injury too. What was it? Because he's uh, he's got uh, it looks like a protective box, but he's got his outfit for Halloween, Hank.
4: What was
3: was he,
5: he was the dick in the box? You what? know that Saturday <laughs> Night, Night Live. Last? Saturday Night Live had a skit with um, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake, okay. yeah. another guy, and they were singing songs, and their song was that they were going to give their sweethearts for Valentine's Day. Instead of candies, they were going to give him a dick in the box. And so You're not making this up. Saying, no, I'm not making it up. I'm okay. not making it up. You can see it on YouTube. And if you okay. want to Instagram Brooks Kepka Instagram, you can see he has it attached right to his belt, right on his crotch. There's a box there. And you know what's inside <laughs> of it? His Johnson. That's what's inside of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What, that's all he was wearing? Did he no, have a he shirt yeah he had jeans he had jeans on he had He looked like I tell you what he looked like a gangster a little bit he had some uh, dark glasses he had a Oh a, so he had, a, he had he had he had full he was fully clothed oh you see he's fully clothed but he had plus, the box plus he had a box over his johnson he, yes yes and uh it's uh johnson in the box
2: is what it is jeez <laughs> oh, Tim, you ought to try that at one of those weddings you go to, when you wedding crash, when you go (laughs) those and and, uh, dance with no shirt on. Yeah, that might be a little
1: bit too far. That might be a little bit too far for me. Uh, I'm no no Johnson in the box type of guy. guy. Is this the
5: same guy that strips down? On the dance floor, is that the same? No, shirt off. He goes shirt well, off. It's
2: just shirt off. Okay, shirt off. But he's not. He's not willing to go. Johnson in the box. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, so back to the world rankings. Uh, Kepka won uh, Rory two, uh, DJ Dustin Johnson uh, three. One of the things that that I was studying that was interesting is is like who's fallen, who's risen in this this last uh, year. And remember, remember way back to, to the beginning of, of uh, or the end of last year, Steve, when we talked this. about we talked about the world rankings and the top ten and how many players in like the last five or six years the average was like four point five players moved in and out of the top ten. In other words, if if there was ten guys in the top ten at the end of this year. Uh, then by next year, uh, on average, five and a half of those guys would would just be left. Four and a half would have would have gone away. Well, this year, it it hasn't worked out that way. It, it's it's there still could be some things happen, but it it's, it works out where two guys have dropped out of the top ten. Now we we kind of uh, had a little prediction going. On this, and we we hit this pretty right. It, it, I might I might even give you a little credit for getting something right um, on on a, a, a prediction. But Molinari has gone from seventh uh, to twelfth, so he's okay. dropped out of the top ten. Okay, we we kind of uh, predicted that. Uh Finau uh, went from has gone from ninth to fourteenth, so he's dropped out of the top ten. This is in the last uh, calendar year, and those are the two guys that are out, and then Tigers in. He went from thirteenth to seventh, to and Cantley is in. He went from eighteenth to sixth. Now a couple other guys have dropped back. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau from fifth to tenth, so he's he's sitting right there on the edge. He he could uh, he he could fall out. Who knows? Uh, Justin Rose went from second to eighth. Uh, I, I, you know, I I think we kind of you know predicted that those guys could could fall back a little bit as as well. Right. Uh, Justin Thomas has stayed the same fourth, still fourth. Uh, Ram, uh, is fifth. Now he was sixth and, um, Shoffley was 10th and now he's ninth. And that's, there's your, uh, that, that, that pretty much rounds out the the top 10 right there.
5: I'm going to fess up Hank, because there was a guy at the end of last year that I thought, you know what this guy is, he wasn't quite labeled as the new sliced bread. Yeah, but he was close, and that was Tommy Fleetwood, and I, you know, I thought if anyone was going to have a a good year after a, a, a he had a great year in eighteen, and I thought you know what this guy is a really good ball striker, yeah, and he does well in the big tournaments, yeah, and he's in every big tournament. I mean, he's he's going to get a lot of these points just because he's in all the big tournaments. But it right. surprised me that Tommy Fleetwood went from twelfth to eighteenth. I mean, he's dropped yeah. back a little bit. I, that surprises me. He has
2: zero PGA Tour wins.
1: Zero PGA Tour wins.
5: Yeah, uh,
2: he was highly touted. Uh, everybody was big on on, on Fleetwood uh, and a great ball striker. Or you know, w- one of the the really good ball strikers on tour. No, no doubt about that. We'll 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 give that to him. Uh, he he didn't he didn't didn't light it on fire this year. There's no uh, there's there's no doubt about that. Now what was uh, what was the, what was the problem with him? Well, uh, let let's let's look up his, his his stats here, and we'll let let's let's see what we got for uh, 2019. Um, here's here's one for you: tee to green 13th. That's pretty good. Uh, off the tee 12th. Really good. Approach uh, out to the green 55th. Around the green 15th. Okay, so uh, all that is is awful good. I mean, what do you? What do you not the longest guy, 59th, average two ninety eight, so he's not going to overpower the golf course. Fifty uh, fifth in in putting, and sixty uh, sixth in three putt avoidance. I would have to say that that uh, his his average putts per round one hundred first on tour, and not that that means means a lot. Of, you know, the, the strokes gain putting is a lot better statistic. Not a great short putter. One hundred twenty third from five feet. One hundred forty six from six feet. One hundred and second from three feet. So a little little issues with the short putting uh, inside of uh, well, uh, what was it? in you know ten to fifteen feet. One hundred twelve. I think with him, it, you know, we say this all the time. If you are going to win, you have to be able to parlay a great putting week with a great ball striking week. Now, when you're, you're 12th on the PGA Tour and strokes gain tee to green, you're going to have more good ball striking weeks. But when you're 55th in putting, you're not going to have as many great putting weeks. And as a result, you you don't have as many opportunities to parlay the two, the ball striking and the putting, and put them together and translate it into, into a, a win. And and as, as a result, I. You know, if you when you look at, it, he played eighteen tournaments last year. He had six top tens. Uh, you know, two seconds and a, and a and a third. He came second at uh, at Zurich. Of course, that was a team event, and he came second at the uh, Open Championship, where he closed with a seventy four. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you know that that's you know, a could have, would have, should have, right there. Uh, Sixty. I mean, what what do what do you have? He had. Uh, a good 68, 67, 66 to open, and then then uh, it got a little tight, and uh, 74 at, at, at the end uh, didn't do anything really in the playoffs of, of 43rd at uh, Northern Trust, 11th at BMW, and 16th at the Tour Championship. So, yeah, you know, I, I kind of go back to one of, I thought, one of your greatest statements ever when – okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. I have them. Should I put the seatbelt on for this? No, this one's okay. This okay. one's okay. This I'll give you credit for this one. Uh, someone came in the pro shop one time and uh, told us Trip Keeney, our friend Trip Keeney, <laughs> He was a great amateur player, uh, four time All American uh, at uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, just, I mean, a really, really good player. Right. Uh, and in high school, Trip Keeney was. a a professional level ball striker. I mean, no, 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 no doubt about it. It's a student of mine since he was a little, little boy and, and he, he could flat hit the ball. And somebody came in the pro shop one day, Went, this is after had graduated from college, he was playing amateur golf, and he, he had the Western amateur coming up, and then he had the U.S. amateur coming up, and a friend of ours came in the shop and said, man, I play a trip, he's playing so good, he's hitting the ball so good, it's unbelievable. He said, he's going to win one of these next couple tournaments coming up. He's even going to win the Western amateur, he's going to win the U.S. amateur, he's going to win one of these next two tournaments coming up, he's just putting so good. And you looked at the guy and you said, what, are they not going to have putting
5: in those tournaments? <laughs> And that is a perfect example. The reason I said that is because Trip Keeney came back from Oklahoma State, Hank, and he had such the exotic look on his putting. I thought, oh my gosh, this is the, the Tim Parachka. I'm going to figure it out myself. Technique. Yeah. There is absolutely no way that that was going to work. And uh, but you know what? He made a liar out of me. A few years later, he ended up winning the Midam. So uh, yep. And then he went. You know, and then he uh, he he uh, went to the Masters. Right. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, but Tommy, you to know what? Tom, Tommy Fleetwood, there's a lot to say for ball striking. And yeah. he had he had some good tournaments this last year, didn't miss one cut, and he just got to work. What if he just you think if he just works on his short putting? Now he, he's got the exact you know, putting he, style. You know what
2: he, he, he's he's going to win tournaments or whatever? He's too good a ball striker. But all these, you know, when people put these guys up on a pedestal. And I don't care who it is, and they and they call them the new new sliced bread. In order to be something special, you have to be able to putt. Yeah, I don't care what anybody anybody says because if you're gonna if if you're gonna win tournaments and you got to win tournaments, you have to make putts. Yeah, I mean Tiger was a great putter. Jack Nicklaus was a great putter. I mean Mark O'Meara was a great putter. You know, I mean, just, you know, all these guys, look at them. Watson, I mean, I don't care. Pick, pick them all out. Any one of them. Norman, I mean, you know, Faldo. I mean, they all made putts. You don't, you're not holing out four irons and, and six irons every week. You're, you you have a week where things go your way, but you have to be able to make putts. And if guys can't putt and, and they're not a a, a a good enough putter to, to, you know, win some with their putter. Uh, you look at Rory this this last year and he's you know he's he's improved his putting so much that now yes. all of a sudden I mean he's he's in the game more often than not right. And, right and and that's that's just the difference so when you look at some of these players on on this list and, and you look at like Emiliano is a good example Steve because he's never been a good putter and then all of a sudden he had a a, a great putting year and you look okay has he figured it out is the new Odyssey putter uh, made made that much of a difference for him uh you know what's changed or is it w- was this last year an aberration with the putter yeah. I mean that's a question that 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 you're going to ask about Rory was la- was Rory's you know, uh, 2019 an aberration with the putter because it's the best he's ever putted in his whole career. Now, if that's if that's the answer to that is no, that's his new norm. Well, then look out. He's going to be he's going to be something something uh, special. And like Brad Fax and the Putting Whisperer says, Rory doesn't have to be he's such a great ball striker. Number one strokes gain tee to green and always up there every year. But he was number one last year. He doesn't have to be t- tremendous with the putter. Uh, he just has to be. Good enough with the putt, right? right. Uh, but but he he's he's better than good enough when when you look at uh, what he did in 2019. A ninth and three putt avoidance is a huge huge improvement for him, and I think he was like 24th or something, uh, or something just like that. Now Kepka, you know he, he his putting statistics are not quite as good as, as maybe. Yeah, you know, you you think there might be, forty uh, eighth in strokes gained putting and one hundred and twenty third in three putt avoidance. The difference is, is he 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 puts good at the right events, That's, right? Uh, yeah.
5: One last point. Uh, we said the same thing about two years ago. We said the same thing about Dustin Johnson. We were high on Dustin Johnson, and we said he didn't have to be the greatest putter in the world, although he was his three putt avoidance was really good. Um, he looked like he was doing better. He tried some d- different techniques and you know what? I don't think he putted very well last year, Hank. Well, he actually put great at the beginning of the
2: year and was right up there at the th- three, four, five months through the year. He had his best putting year ever going. And, and then it really tailed off. Uh, you know, if you look at like a third of the year through, he was top 10 in putting. Maybe even better than that, and really low in three putt avoidance. And then by the time the the year ended, he he ended up seventy fourth in in strokes gained putting, which I- explains to you that that some of the time these statistics are misleading, because when you look at it and you say, okay, he was seventy fourth in uh, strokes gained putting, and that's just about average. But to get to seventy fourth, uh, the second uh, half or two thirds of the year, he was way below average, way below. Because the first third he was like top ten, and then he ended up seventy fourth. So you know he had to be in the the last two thirds of the year. He was putting in a, you know, in, a, in an area of a, you know, one hundred twenty-fifth or something like that, and then that brought the average to to seventy-fourth. So, so you're you're right about that. He did not uh, he did not putt as good, although he still he still uh, avoided the the three putts. Finished sixth in three putt avoidance. That's one of the things I do like about Dustin's game. And you know what he says about that?
1: I don't like stress.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no stress. Tim's, Tim's got that down. He remembers that when I interviewed uh, Dustin down at his uh, teaching. He said, I don't like stress. He said, I like to lag it up there close. I don't like stress. All right, let's take a little, little break here from our sponsors. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast.
0: All
2: right, uh, welcome back to the podcast, uh, Steve Johnson and Minnesota Tim Paracha with me uh, this morning. Uh, let's, uh, uh, Steve, let's 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 look at a couple other players who have who have kind of either gone up or, or down uh, in the big moves in the world golf rankings. We'll we'll visit this at the end of the year too. But I'm just I'm always interested in in this stuff. Um, Hideki Matsuyama has gone from twenty eighth to twentieth. Pretty good move there. Uh, your favorite player, uh, Kisner. Uh, he's gone from 38th to 33rd, so moved, moved up a little bit. You're, you're, another another one of your favorites, uh, Matt Kuchar, uh 34th to 22nd. He's had, a, a, a obviously, a nice year, although cooled off more uh, toward the end. Yeah. Um, Casey twenty second to thirteenth. That's a that's a nice improvement. Webb Simpson big improvement. Twenty first to eleventh. Eleventh in the world right now for Webb Simpson. That's pretty good. Uh, Gary Woodland on the heels of the U.S. Open victory. Thirty first to sixteenth. That's uh, something something awful good. Adam Scott forty first to seventeenth. Another guy that just you know just doesn't putt good enough to 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 do much more than that. Um, those are those are kind of well late, Shane Lowry, uh, 75th to 19th. Because you know, most of that's the open win.
5: How about with, your uh, man? Uh, how about your man, the original Mr. Giddy? The original, <laughs> Who's that? that's yeah, Jason. Jason that would be Jason Day, the Australian Jason. Yeah, he's, Day. he's
2: he's he's in reverse, he's gone from 14th to 29th. That's not a, a, a good move. Uh, Hard to explain as talented as he is. You know, especially with
5: uh, with the comments that he made at the beginning of the year. You know, he, he brought in, he fired his his old coach caddy two years ago, a year and a half ago. Um, it was going to be a new, it was kind of like the Rory McIlroy thing. You know, Colin I'm going to go with a buddy. Colin yeah, Colin Swatton. Yeah. I'm going to go with a he's buddy. He's still his coach,
2: I guess, yeah, but he, well, no, he's now he's not there every day. Yeah, not, I that The, is the a formula, is formula is like not working. Move. No, the formula like is not move.
5: working. No. So... Now he brings on Steve Williams, and you know Steve Williams is not a guy that's out there. Well, because he, he He likes didn't bring in Steve
2: Williams first. First he went buddy. First he went buddy caddy. Okay, had that work. He went out? buddy caddy.
5: Did we, that worked we out. Rory's all right?
2: plan: bringing a buddy, and that didn't work, or he didn't think that worked good enough. So then he, he then he went to uh, back to went went from coach caddy Colin Swatton, great coach, great caddy, great mentor. Great, uh, you know, well, just uh, like a father. Like, figure he's like to, a father to, to him. Thing. Yeah, he was like his dad. Yeah, okay. So he goes from him to the buddy. You know, wants a, a you know more of a, a buddy out there, and has that doesn't do great. Then next, then he switches back. It's kind of like they they do in, in in football and hockey. Steve, same thing. Players, coach,
5: and the you know the the and the what, yeller. What, yeah, yeah they okay. bring in a guy yeah.
2: that's that's a hard nose, hard ass, yeller. Yell at him, yell at him, yell at him. Uh, finally, all, after all the yelling, it gets old. The players just tune him out, and they bring in a player's coach. The guy pats them all on the back. He's their buddy. Uh, they Next thing you know, they run over him in a year or two. Got to bring come in with the hard ass again, and he yells at him, yells at him, yells at him. Uh, and then they tune him out, and they got to bring in another guy. Bring in, and they just go seesaw back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. Players coach, yell at him. Players coach, yell at him. Uh, we've been yelling at him too much. Let's get a get a guy that will pat him on the back. You know, it's kind of kind of the same thing. So, so he he brings in Steve Williams next, and you know, Steve's a no nonsense guy. He's there to win. He's there to to uh, you know bring Jason Day back to number one. Uh, Steve Williams is all about making accomplishments, and you know, and and his legacy too. Uh, You know, he's he's won more tournaments on the bag than any other caddy by by a, a country mile. And you know he he took uh, Adam Scott to number one. I mean, obviously Adam Scott hit all the shots, but Steve was on the bag, had something to do with it. I mean, he's the one that gave him that read in the dark at Augusta that won him his major. A big part of him getting to number one. So Jason Day brings in Steve Williams, uh, which you know I'm sure you liked because you're you're a you know fan of the caddy. Caddy's most important position in all sports.
5: Yeah, that validated yeah. my position yeah. with
2: the caddies for sure. He, he didn't do any good at all. Sunk it up. Didn't work. No, why, no, what do you think happened?
5: I mean why don't you assume the rule of the great predictor right now and tell me what you think is going to happen to jason day what What, what do you see the rest of of i mean let's not maybe go his whole career, but like, what do you think in the next few years? do you think that he i mean obviously he has the talent he's a he's a guy that is is one of the you know handful of guys that can do he's a power player, he was a good putter i um, mean he's had he had many years of of leading. In strokes gained putting, um, what do you think? Boy. What, what do you think holds for him, Hank?
2: I I can't I I don't understand how he could possibly be out of the top thirty in the world. That's just hard to imagine. I but I but that's where he is right now, 29. ninth. So I he kind of vacillates back and forth between uh, fifteen and thirty. I guess I guess wow. that's where he's kind of slotted in. You know, kind of in the Ricky Fowler range. Something well, like what that. What
5: happened to the Big Four? the big three or whatever
6: what <laughs> oh, was what he was part that? of anyway when he, when what was he, he the, part the of
2: pga at uh whistling straits and then all of a sudden he was mr giddy and there was part of the big three and it was him and who was it him and rory and jordan Speith? yeah i can't yeah. i can't remember who the big three none oh, of man. those you know there's only yeah. one of them left yeah I mean, first off even at that point i mean rory had had uh you know four majors i mean speed speed had had majors too uh, but there, there is no, you know, one major. You're not in the big three. Come on, now let's mm-hmm. let's let's be real here. I mean, yeah. that that's that's that that was a ridiculous thing to 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 start with. I mean, Rory had four, uh, and, and you know, I mean, you look at the 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 big big names. I mean, you got to Come on, you got to point to majors and and other right. wins too. But I mean, right now it's it's Kepka and, and and Rory, which and you mentioned, uh, you know, the big three, which was you know when when. uh Jason Day made that comment. Well, that included Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth has gone from seventeenth in the world, which was a huge drop down, Steve. Yes, uh, to seventeenth, and now he's at now he's forty second in the world. Yeah. yeah, and and by the way, he 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 was like second last year in putting. And he's he's off to a good start on his putting again this year, Hank. Yeah, he's got the putting oh, figured yeah, out. I well, I didn't think I didn't I didn't know if he'd figure the put. I, well, I knew he'd putt good again. I didn't think he'd be second though. That's a, that's is, a remarkable turnaround.
5: He makes more of his share the, of the longer putts. I mean, the, the, his percentage of longer putts made, Hank, is is uh, is phenomenal. And I still see him missing some shorties. He does. But I know we're, we're early in the year. I, is he? He's playing. Is he playing this? He played this last week. Didn't play very well. Um, His 2019 ball striking statistics
2: are, are almost hard to believe, Steve. Yeah, 157 strokes gained tee to green, 176 off the tee, and 145th uh, approach shot to the green. Uh, that 50 to 125 yards. He's 140th. That's. That's lucky to keep your card. Uh, yeah, lucky to finish top one twenty five. He's just such a grinder. He's such a competitor, and like you said, he's 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 back making a bunch of putts. Yeah, luckily. Yeah. My goodness, I can't believe this is the same guy that in two thousand seventeen was second strokes gained approach shot to the green, and second strokes gained tee to green. I have I I can't. I can't think, can you, of when anybody has had a fall off of ball striking, like Jordan Spieth has had, to go from second strokes gained tee to green uh, to uh, 157th in a in a in a two year stretch or a, a one and a half year stretch or whatever it is. I mean, it's just uh, it's just been a steady de- decline. It doesn't seem like he's bottomed out yet.
5: No, it doesn't it doesn't well you know wow. the thing is do you it mean, think- does his swing doesn't look does it
2: does it look that different does it look i' have, I've always liked his swing i i mean i i people pick on his swing, people you know say his grip and his this and his that and i'm like i I kind of like this swing. I don't like his swing as much since he changed it to be honest with you
5: i think you know i I don't like him I don't like him across the line i don't like I don't like a lot of people across the line no no. But, you know, one of the things that would be justified and across the line for him, other than the fact that he's going to tend to get the club head too, too much from the inside on the downswing, is that it could shallow out his divots. That's one of the things that, when I think of Jordan Spieth, I, I picture his impact, and it is so gougy, Hank. I mean, he really hits into the dirt. Hmm. And any time a guy's hitting into the dirt like that, you know, you are going to get some pushes and pulls. Um yeah. And you know what almost looks like? He's going to hurt himself. I mean, it, it, he gouges that much. What, like his when, wrists remember or what? When, yeah, remember when Tiger was gouging in, when he was the, the guy that was the genius at, uh, at teaching, that was going to reinvent teaching, that got him uh, lowering his body so much and sticking the club in the ground so deep and uh, hurting his back like it did. I mean, that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of that type of look, that, that type hmm. of impact.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like to I like to cheer for the 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 good guys and uh I really feel like well, you know, I, I give you my good guy list, okay? okay. I mean, I, I I like uh I, I mean, I, lo- I like cheering for Jordan Speith. Uh-huh. He's, he's a good guy. It, it uh I hate to see him at at 42nd in the world. I like uh I like cheering for Jason Day. I, I don't I, you know, I hate to see him at 29th, world. I like cheering for uh, Ricky Fowler. Uh, 21st and well if you're a good guy if you're you know a good guy cheerleader it's uh not good no where where those those guys your good guys are not now rory's a good guy i I like i love rory's attitude uh i I love what he's done you know the reading the books and the whole thing i like justin thomas too i'm a i'm a i'm a big justin thomas fan um so you know the, the the good guys you got a couple of good guys i think uh right up there i like dustin johnson too yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I don't know what you know,
5: some people's thoughts are on him, but I like. I like Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, a I lot really, of it because really you get you, you get a behind the scenes look at him. You see him in the summer. Yeah. Uh, you know, you talk to the great one Wayne Gretzky, and he, he is very impressed with how hard that yeah. kid works. He's not a kid anymore, but how hard yeah. he works and how dedicated he is, and how much he loves the game of golf.
2: Hank. He got a little slack this summer. I think coming second at Augusta and coming second at the PJ back to back first two majors. And uh, I think he got a little down. Things things got a little sideways for him. Uh, maybe uh, didn't work quite as hard at the end of the year. Spent a lot of time in the Bahamas before the uh, Open Championship. Probably not the best way to prepare, uh, you know. And he, he didn't didn't do great there, not, or at the uh, U.S. Open. But uh, anyway, he'll, you know, he's, he's he did win again this year for the, I don't know how many times, how many years in a row he's won on the PGA Tour. He's a you know he's he's a machine the the guy is but uh yeah those are my 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 good guys list speaking of that uh i want to we, we got to get into this uh greg norman uh got a little butt hurt uh he uh he he <laughs> he was he got a little butt hurt oh did he, he? he? yeah yeah he sent he's he sent a letter hand delivered okay to uh to tiger and okay. uh he he got a little 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 butt hurt Ooh. so i let's let's get into that when we come back take a little little break uh uh hear from our our sponsors and we'll be right back on the hank Haney podcast All right, so I was talking about Greg Norman got a little, you uh, a little hurt.
5: Here's what happened. Did you, did you read about this? You know, I I briefly just saw it, Hank. But okay. you got you got to film me. I was reading
2: me. this on okay Jeff Shackford.com. That's you get a lot of good stuff there. Okay, uh, so he he hand he lives in Jupiter, Florida. Okay, Greg Norman does. Okay, now uh, he you know he's a this guy's a, a great champion. Uh, you know, great businessman kind of has left the game. You know, now he's he's just a, in, in in business. He, he's a lot of you know he's 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 got some weirdness to him. You see these pictures of him. You know, he's got like half naked. You know, he's, he's showing off all his muscles and stuff. He's a little he's a little out there. But uh, anyway, he he lives in Jupiter, not far from Tiger. Obviously, he knows where Tiger's house is. I don't think he's probably never been over there. Now they're not like buddy buddy for sure. But Norman. Like Tiger won the Masters, and that you know a lot of people really, uh, well, I mean they, they they you know they were taken back by. It. I mean it was it was like a great win. Was, you got to give the guy a lot of, uh, of of credit for for the comeback that that he uh, that he he did. I mean you know it was a great great accomplishment. A lot of of great sports superstars I mentioned. I remember uh, Rafael N- Nadal. At the U.S. Open, he was Tiger was there watching one of his matches, and he won the match. And the first thing he did was, you know, he, he was talk about Tiger and being there to watch him, and you know how Tiger won the Masters, and you know, da da da. I mean, it's a, it's a you know, a lot of the great sportsmen. It really they really appreciated Tiger's comeback to come back from back surgery and win the biggest tournament there is, the Masters. is a great accomplishment. Right. So Norman writes a handwritten letter. Okay. And he, he made it personal. He, he made it personal, it. Hank. Yeah, he made it personal. And you know, who knows what it said in there? You know, you, you, there's no, you know, he didn't. You don't know what it said, but it it uh, it it congratulated Tiger. I'm sure, and you know, and and I'm sure it was you know heartfelt, and he you know congratulations. So he drops it off at Tiger's house. There's a, a, a evidently a guard gate there, and there's a a, a, a on duty guy. There's a, a they got a, a fella out there. And he's uh, guarding the house or the gate or the driveway or whatever he's guarding. And he drops it off. He says, could you, uh, this is a handwritten note from uh, me, Greg Norman, could you please give it to Tiger? And he dropped it off and he got no response. Hmm. But that doesn't, that doesn't surprise you though, does it? Now from, you know, Tiger, I'm sure, I'm not sure. maybe, Tiger doesn't have his phone number. We could use that excuse. I'm sure he could find his phone number. Obviously, it's not too hard for a, a golf superstar like Tiger Woods to get somebody's phone number. You just tell, you know, Steinberg, hey, get, get get Greg Norman's phone number for me, and he'll come up with Greg Norman's phone number in about five minutes, or two minutes, or one minute, probably on his rolodex. But anyway, uh, he he doesn't he didn't even acknowledge it. Which, when I read this, uh, it. <laughs> It, it didn't surprise me at all.
5: Yeah. Wow.
2: I mean, not at all. Well, why is that, Hank? I mean, why it, is that? It, because it just it's just not... Tiger's not into that kind of stuff. Wow. Like, he's just... It just doesn't... It just doesn't register with him. I remember when his first term at back after the scandal, after the fire hydrant, mm-hmm. he hit the fire hydrant. You know, Steinberg said everything was fine. Right. Uh, Tiger didn't do anything. Don't worry about it. Uh, just... So he told me in a phone call to China when I was there. And he said, that, you know, there's gonna be an article coming out in the National Enquirer about Tiger and this girl. None of it's true. Just if you get interviewed, just don't say anything. And I, you know, and he said everything's gonna be fine. And of course, everything wasn't fine, it was all true and everything else. Uh but uh anyway, I when Tiger had his first tournament back after the the scandal, the fire hydrant, the blue screen, the whole thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh and he comes back and we're at Augusta it's his first tournament back 2010 manager, the last tournament I ever coached Tiger okay and I'm there with uh, my wife Suzanne and we are you know I'm, I'm there coaching Tiger right and you know she's she's watching so before the before the first round we're we're, we're staying at a hotel down Washington you know Avenue or Washington Road whatever it's called uh, and and uh, you know, it's the main drag. It's Augusta's on Washington, and we're staying there. And a Tiger's in a rented house. And anyway, he's—they're going to—he's going to pick us up. So he picks us up, and you know, we're standing outside waiting. And he picks us up. And Steve Williams is driving. Tiger's in the passenger side, and we're—we're, we're, you know, going to drive into the golf course. the are Augusta, just down the street. And Suzanne had had gotten uh my wife suzanne had gotten a card like a, a you know i just uh i don't know just a card uh-huh. okay and she wrote in a she wrote in the a card a, you know a message a good luck card or something right. like that you know and she wrote like a personal message in in the the card you know like you know good luck on your you know tournament or you know we're you know cheering for you or you know Whatever, right. you know, she right. wrote. I don't even know what she wrote. Yeah. It was just a, you know, a, a nice thing that she did. You know, sometimes people give
5: you a card. Yeah, and, and I tell she, you what, it she would she mean something so, coming from a woman too. You know, because maybe you're thinking, okay, yeah. hey, you know what, gosh, just, yeah, yeah, I, I'm feeling a little yeah. bit weird here because, uh, you know, I've I've done some things, and but when a woman writes something that's supportive, you think that you would get some type of reaction. Right, exactly, exactly.
2: So, so, so she get, hands him this card from the back seat. She's sitting, she's sitting behind Tiger. I'm sitting behind Steve Williams. Steve Williams is driving, and she hands Tiger the card. So I can, I can, I can see his face, you know, the side of his face when when she hands him the card. She said, "Here, Tiger, I, I got you something." She reaches over the, you know, his his uh, you know, shoulder uh-huh. and hands him this card, and he takes the card and. You know, he like he looks at he's looking at it like, like he's looking like what the really what the f is this <laughs> and, and 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 like and like and like and and like Suzanne is just a you know it's a card, was it really okay? awkward so, very awkward no well, it was just a little awkward okay, okay? so we, but you know he it's, but okay so so anyway like what would you do. If I if if Suzanne gave you a card and you arrived in the car, I mean, what would you do? You'd open it, yeah. Wouldn't I'd you? say thank you, and then open it and read it. Yeah, and then you say thank you. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. Okay, right? He 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 doesn't open the card. He sits the card there, and I had told Suzanne before she, she says I'm going to get Tiger a card. I said that's a nice thing to do. I said that's that's nice. I said I told Suzanne. I said I said he'll, he'll probably never read the card. And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, he just, you just probably never read the card, uh, but you can, but get it for him. It's, it's nice. It's a nice, you know, I just, I was proud of her for right, doing it. It's right. just a nice thing, nice thing to do, you know, and uh, you like to, you know, my wife's a nice person. You like to hang around nice people and, and, you know, she wants to do something nice for somebody. I mean, I, I, it, it makes you proud, uh, you know, that you're, you know, her husband. Okay? Right. Right. Um, so I said, get it, get him the card. And so she gets him the card and, you know, and I said, but he's probably, he's probably never going to read the card. So. We we get to the golf course and Steve Williams says to me, he says, he says, what was that? Well, what did Suzanne give give Tiger? I said, he said, uh, I said to him, I said, oh, it, was a, it was a card. It was just like a a good luck card. And, you know, and she just wanted to give me. He said, he'll never open that card.
5: <laughs> that's what he said? <laughs>
2: and That's what Steve Williams said. Really? He said, he'll never, he, you know, he knows Tiger, you knows as well as he said, he'll never open that card. Well, he never, you know, he, he never acknowledged the card. Uh, we never saw him open the card. He never said, Hank, tell Suzanne thanks for the card. Uh tell, you know, um, you know, he never said, Suzanne, thanks for the card. Nothing. Nothing. But yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not holding it against him. I'm right. just I'm just it's just the I'm way just, he is. I'm it's just the way he is. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, he's not into that. It's not his deal. Mm-hmm. It never has been. It's just not what he's he's into. Right. You know, it's just not. And, and so, you know, Greg Norman on the handwritten note, uh, you know, that I, I would I would wonder whether that note ever got read. Yeah. You know, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, the, remember the story about Rocco Media when he left something in Tiger's locker and said, hey, could you sign this? Uh, yeah, I to, think it was uh, the flag. It was the flag from the U.S. Open. Yeah, the Open. flag or yeah. something, right, from the U.S. Open. Yeah. You know, just sign it to Rocco and just, you know, put something on there, you know, like, you know, like, hey, happy to beat you. You know, it was going to be a lifetime. Great match. Great match. You know, hey. Yeah. Great match. You know, he took me to the limit, you know, uh, great playing, you know, enjoyed the competition, whatever. And he like he never signed it, did he? No. I know he never put a message on there. I know that for for a fact.
5: I mean I'm not sure I'm not sure what happened to it. I've heard a couple different stories. Hank um but uh, no he never did sign it as uh, that was no, consistent yeah, consistent with that. But you know, uh yeah. you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe okay. this. But we're talking about Greg Norman. We're talking about that nice letter just like Suzanne's letter to Tiger Woods when he's playing yeah. in the Masters 2010 coming back from the uh you know from the from the fire hydrant and yeah. Suzanne wanted to give him a nice note. Um w- when I set up here for this podcast, I saw a couple notes on my desk, believe it or not. And you know what? <laughs> really? Yeah. And it doesn't have any names on it that I can recognize. Well, it does have one name on it, but this may be, I mean, I do a lot of investigative reporting too. You know that. But there's two notes here and I want to read these to you. Is it okay if I if I read these? I don't know who they're yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who they're from, but uh, one is from... One's a real nice one, and one's kind of a uh, is is a uh, is a nasty one. So I'll read the nice no, one. Really? I'll read the nice one first. Is it is that okay? Should we take a break first, or can we do it right now? Now let's
2: do it. Let's do it. Let's okay, do it. Okay. All right. That's well, cool.
5: let's go ahead. I, I feel like I need some music here. I need some background music. So uh, our promoter <laughs> and our producer uh, Tim Peratzky is going to play some nice music here. Here it is, right here. It's there's not dated. It's just a short little note, but it's handwritten. It's hard to read. So bear with me here. It says, okay. it says this is the first one, the nice one. Mate, having known you for over 30 years, the latest accomplishment doesn't surprise me. Exclamation point. Happy major. You continue to do for this game things that I could never have dreamed of. You have overcome and torn down every obstacle and record this game presents. I'm so happy I got to not only compete with you, but have had the opportunity to witness these new benchmarks for greatness that you have set in this game we all love. All PGA Tour pros owe you a debt of gratitude for your for the dollars you've put in all of our pockets. Thanks, mate. Good on you. It says the shark. It's a nice, nice yeah. little, nice little note. I mean, I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's, yeah, I'm, sure nice that's I'm sure that's very similar to the the nice uh, sentiments that Suzanne was writing for for Tiger on his uh, comeback after the fire hydrant. Yeah. Now I've got another one here and I'm not sure who this is from, but it's not, uh, it's not that good. It was, it's you, 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 you make the call on this one. I'm not sure who this is okay. from. Okay. Right, it says, let's hear it. it says Eldrick, the 2019 masters and now number 82 at the Zozo championship. It's, is blowing my mind. You wanker. I'm warning you, if you don't stop winning golf tournaments, I will do something drastic when you come to Australia for the President's Cup. Throughout your career, you have been a thorn in my side. You stole my agent, Hughes Norton, my teacher Butch Harmon, my caddy Steve Williams, and my favorite Perkins waitress. I can't even I can't <laughs> even get a reservation at your restaurant, the woods. Enough is enough, you poofta. Retire or else. And it's unsigned here. Oh really? Yeah, I don't even, that one was a little. I don't even that know a what a pukta right is, there. but I don't think it's very good. I don't think it's too good. No. Which one do you <laughs> think came? Which one do you think would be more like Greg Norman's? Oh, uh, uh, he, he's a nice guy. Really? Yeah, he's a nice guy.
2: But a lot of people think you know he he's he's got a lot of uh, you know tiger in him. You know a little uh, you know, a little self centered a little you know I mean that hey. You're not going to be as great as those guys uh, have been without some of that. There's no doubt about it.
5: Well, isn't that amazing, Hank? That I mean, you know, he's had he took Hughes Norton, who's with IMG, who's was, was Greg yeah, Norman's yeah, yeah. Greg Norman's yeah. agent for a long time, and then Butch. That yeah. was a bitter that was a bitter pill for for Greg Norman that Butch was going to go with uh, with Tiger rather than him. And then Steve Williams, all the majors he's won, and then that Perkins waitress, you know. I mean, gosh darn. She's doing pretty good, that Perkins waitress. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think that, you know
2: what? They actually closed that restaurant. I used to go to that restaurant all the time with them. Really? We used to go. Yeah, it was right on the corner, uh, it, just outside. you take a right outside of Alworth, and there it is, right down there in the corner. First street you come to on the corner right there. Uh, in Perkins, it was, a, it was the breakfast spot we went to. I never noticed the waitress. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know there was something going on there. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Shackelford has a note that he, you know, he's he's got a good sense of humor too. So he's got a note on his uh, website, JeffShackelford.com. Oh, really? And oh, yeah. And he, 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 he you want you want to hear? Let's that? yeah, yes, let's it's hear what Jeff. Let's too. see
5: what uh, that that uh, okay. So this is. is
2: his. This is what he thinks the note might have uh, sounded like. Okay. Uh, He said, mate, uh, what a performance at the Masters. Congratulations from a fellow gym rat, living brand and member of the major club. And then he goes, look, I know we've had our moments and I'm ready to let bygones be bygones. Like when I declared you'd never win another major or when I said that I'd hate to see golf get lost again and all that tiger talk or how ratings are up because you brought in new fans who really took to all the young guys or when you were looking intimidated by Rory, or that I defended Steve Williams, or that I criticized the match. He said all that was fake news. Well, uh, except the match part. Uh, That thing stunk. (laughs) Uh, And then then he goes on to say, he said, what isn't fake is that my 285-foot yacht measuring 130 feet longer than yours with a fantastic wine cellar. Uh, Kristen and I would love to have you and the lady friend over sometime, maybe share some war stories about finishing off a win or where you see the equities market over the next five years. Guy to guy, man to man talk about how to be better than the guy you were yesterday. Reach out anytime. I know you have my mobile or just direct message me on Instagram. That's where I spend most of my time these days. Signed, shark. And then he goes, P.S., I've also got a golf cart that's gonna change the the game and would love to have you take a spin around my property which Zillow says is just a bit bigger than yours and way more valuable just saying you you have to see for yourself <laughs> pretty uh pretty pretty all good roads right all
5: roads that's, lead back to the player themselves that's uh that's yeah, very common yeah. hey? very common yeah man yeah yeah,
2: good, yeah good stuff good stuff today all right uh how do people get in touch with us? Well, here's how you do it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Hank Haney. You can email questions to HankHaneyGoff at Outlook.com. We will uh, answer some of those questions for sure on the podcast. Uh, our phone number, if you want to call and leave a message, uh, you got something you want to talk about, uh, some statement you want to make, we'd love to hear from you. 833-426-5763, extension 801 and uh that's it and you can follow make sure you do uh follow us on the iHeartRadio app you can just click the follow button and uh podcasts will show up every day day for you uh hope you enjoyed the the podcast we'll be back again tomorrow steve thanks for being with me tim minnesota tim good luck with the uh uh breaking 200 on the bowling you got a big uh, i know you got a big date coming up so uh hopefully that's going to work out good for you you guys uh you guys both uh, have a good day. All right. Thanks you too. All right, Steve. All righty. All right, bud. We will talk to you tomorrow on the Hank Haney podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankanygoff@outlook.com. at outlook and you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter.
0: Terms and conditions apply.
3: More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From the godfather, Andy Garcia.
2: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.
3: To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I
4: walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already
6: up on the wall.